I'm a podcasting fool these days. Just a just a f- fucking podcasting jerk. Uh yeah, I wanted to talk I wanted to talk sports. A little bit about sports because this is a pretty exciting little sports weekend. You know, we talked about it a little bit with with our look ahead to week 4 of the National Football League which will take place tomorrow. Today is Saturday. It's October the 2nd, 2021. 46-yard field goal attempt by Georgia. Right through the uprights. Right through the uprights. Yeah. Oh, these two teams are undefeated. Well, I think um I think Arkansas is looking to have a long afternoon and uh will end up defeated after today's matchup with Georgia cuz Georgia's really spanking their buns right now. Got a little close one here uh TCU in Texas. Texas leads 16 to 14. What is this tied? Uh what is this game? Oh, Louisville, a Louisville, Louisville and Wake Forest. Those pesky demon deacons tied at 10 with 12 to go in the first. And then uh, this other one's at a commercial. I don't know what this what the game. I forgot the game. Uh, Wisconsin. I feel like it's Wisconsin. And uh, is that the game? Wisconsin and Michigan. And Michigan is uh, leading by ten, ten to nothing. And you got some. Look at this. Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Those are two undefeated ranked teams at two thirty. Uh, you've got Ole Miss and Alabama, two undefeated teams. I'm sure Alabama's going to clobber Ole Miss, but still, you had two ranked teams, undefeated teams later today. Oregon and Stanford, eh, I mean, in other years, I think that would be a bit more exciting. Stanford's not that great. Uh, Oklahoma and Kansas State, I mean, yeah, okay. Oklahoma's uh, ranked sixth, and Kansas State has only lost one game. The powerhouse Rutgers hosting Ohio State, the Ohio State University, both three and one. Ohio State's ranked eleventh. Uh, Look at this though. I think this is interesting. Uh, this might this might be an interesting game to watch. I don't know. Six p.m. You got tenth ranked Florida uh, heading to take on Kentucky. Kentucky's four and zero. Oh. I don't know who they've beaten. They've probably beaten the you know Eastern Central Coastal Carolina School of a dentistry or something like that. I don't know what they're, but hey, well, look at this Baylor, Oklahoma State. Baylor's ranked twenty one, nineteenth. Uh, Oklahoma State's ranked nineteenth in the in the top twenty five. They're both four and zero. So you got a bunch of undefeated teams uh, facing off. This is an interesting one to me. Seven thirty tonight. The undefeated Boston College Eagles. My Boston College Eagles, and by my I mean we went to one game. And that's about the only affiliation that I have with Boston College. But still, it was the first college football game I took the kids to. The wife and kids, it was a chilly, it was late, I can't remember, was it late October? I think it was actually in November. It might have been early November. It was a chilly one. I, I learned that day that uh, next time we go to a, a November football game, invest in some, uh, uh, some little cushions for our buns because those bleachers... You're real cold, real fast. And so do your buns. Warm your buns when you go to these late autumn football games in New England. Uh, but still, Boston College, 4-0 Boston College, unranked, taking on 25th-ranked Clemson, former 
champs, a former top-ranked Clemson who has fallen way down the ladder, but still, Clemson's two and two. This is a perfectly winnable game for Boston College. The last, you know, in recent years when these guys match up, it's like, okay, good luck to Boston College, but you're not going to win. And now here they are with a good chance. Yeah, three and one, Auburn ranked uh, 22nd. Taking on LSU, who's also three and one. I think that's exciting. Arizona State and UCLA, two three and one teams. Listen, I think you got some. I think you got some fun games coming up, and that's that's just the ranked teams. What about the rest of these? You get uh, who cares? You, bunch of games, bunch of games. Minnesota and Purdue. That's happening somewhere in the Big Ten. I'm, I'm missing it. Shoot. Well, anyway, yeah. Look at this. This is. Syracuse and Florida, the 0-4 Florida State Seminoles uh, taking on Syracuse. Uh, that's on the ACC network, which sadly I do not get that that particular network. That's the only one that uh, I do not have access to, I don't believe. I guess on Sirius I could listen to it. Nevertheless, uh, that's an exciting day of college football. You've got baseball. I don't talk. We don't talk a lot of baseball here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. I'm not qualified to talk about baseball. I'm not qualified to talk about anything, but I'm really not qualified to talk about baseball. I follow it very casually. Uh, even though I rare wear a Boston Red Sox hat all the time, it's more just like, hey, I like the Red Sox. I root for them to win. I know nothing about baseball. I follow them. Somewhere between, you know, it's it's more than just casual, but it's not. Uh, I'm not sitting here. I, I can't name. I can't name every player on the team. You know, Rafael Davis. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bobby D. <laughs> I always forget Bobby D's last name, but you got uh, yeah, you got Bobby Bobby D. Uh, Kike Hernandez. Uh, so there's some names. There's some names of some players. Uh, anyway, um, 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 you got, you got, uh, quite the little, quite the little race there, uh, in the American league, the wild card race. You had the Yankees coming in and sweeping the Red Sox last weekend. And then, and, but then the Red Sox going on to win some very winnable games and we're in the final, final couple of games of the season. And, uh, it's very, it's very exciting. If you can catch a, if you can catch a Yankees game and or a Red Sox game, those are those are going to be exciting games to watch. Uh, and then there's the NFL. I mean, the thing that everybody's talking about, at least in New England and I'm sure in Tampa, is the Patriots and the and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady coming back, back to New England, playing at Gillette for the first time since January of 2020 or maybe December of 2019. I mean, I know he, he he was still playing for the Patriots in January 2020. They lost that that uh, playoff game to the Titans, but I yeah I feel like I think that was in Gillette. I don't think that was in Tennessee. In any event, it's been almost two years, and now he's coming back. So there's all kinds of stories here, and I was listening to you know it's interesting. I was listening to Dan Patrick, who is qualified to talk about all these things, and that's why he gets paid a lot of money to do it, and why I get paid nothing. I get I get paid negative dollars to talk about these things, uh, but he was, you know, the the story that he's looking at is for uh, he he would like to see the Patriots win so that way Belichick gets one right like okay Tom Brady leaves everybody says oh 
well, he's going to go to Tampa Bay, and they'll, they'll win some more games. They'll probably be better than they were, but, you know, it's not just Tom Brady. It's the coach, too. So you're going to see Belichick. Better, Belichick has a better chance to have a winning season with the Patriots than Tom Brady does, I'm talking about last season, than Tom Brady does with the Buccaneers. Yeah, and then who goes on to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> and who goes on to not make the playoffs? So Tom Brady was able to head south after all those years in New England and really just stick it to his former team and say, look at me, I really am the GOAT. I really am. And he is. He goes to a brand new team, doesn't just win some extra games, doesn't just get them to the playoffs for the first time in a long time, gets them to the Super Bowl and then wins the Super Bowl against potentially the future uh, I don't know about future GOAT, but certainly the future guy who has a lot of potential to be in that conversation, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who had already won a Super Bowl the year before. So now you've so now you've got Brady kind of going and, and getting his big immediately hitting the ground running and getting getting the big one, leaving the Patriots and going and getting a seventh ring, which could have easily been the Patriots. So and then in the same t- in the same year the Patriots not only do they not get a ring but they don't make the playoffs, uh, for the first time since Brady was injured in that uh, that two thousand eight season, and uh, in the first game against the Chiefs that year. Uh, so, so Belichick hasn't you know you had Cam Newton last year around this time last year things were looking pretty good for the Patriots because they got off to a good the first. First two or three weeks of last year's season, not bad. Cam Newton was looking pretty good. Then he goes out with COVID around this time, around week four or so. Uh, and then he comes back and he's just, he's the Cam Newton that has existed for the previous five seasons or so, which is sometimes quite good. And then also uh, the next week, quite shitty. Up and down, good and bad, totally inconsistent. Totally just, you know, that whole, his whole thing of just being a big dude who does everything, who doesn't pass the ball and just runs the ball and, you know, scores his own touchdowns and stuff like that's, that's only going to get you so far in uh, time and mother nature, mother nature and father time are going to, they're, they're hot on your tail if that's how you play as a quarterback. So, and now Cam Newton is not playing at all in, in the NFL, um, so the, so the Patriots and the Tampa Bay, but Tom Brady and Bill Belichick both went in very opposite directions last year uh, following Tom Brady's departure from New England. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. Like, yeah, Tom Brady, does he, does he need this? Who needs it more, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? I, I'd say it's pretty, pretty evident Belichick and the Patriots need this win. Uh, a moral victory of sorts more than Tampa Bay. But obviously, look, Tom Brady wants to come to his old stomping grounds. He will, I can't imagine he's going to get anything but a, a, a hero's reception, a standing ovation. And then, of course, once the game starts, you know, true Patriots fans will be, will be rooting for the Patriots uh, and, not, and not the Buccaneers. And I can't imagine there will be a ton of Tampa Bay uh, diehard fans in the stands, but it'll be interesting because yeah, you want uh, everybody loves Tom Brady. He can do no wrong in New England. He's not here anymore. 
he'll get he'll get a nice ovation, I do believe. But then I th- I feel like the Patriots will be will be cheered for. I would imagine. But then you you, you, never, you never know how it is. Uh, I yeah, it, it's but then maybe not because I think about it for me. I, I'm I'm the fan of the guy who kind of gets you know who does all this work has all this success and is kind of treated like garbage on the way out. You know, uh, it's like okay, thanks for twenty years. Uh, we're taking it in a different direction, and then to watch to watch that former place of employment go down the tubes while you go on to have a ton of success and happiness and having a good time. Your buddies are on the team now. It's not that, you know, Boston's a tough place, man, and it's not just football. It's not just sports. It's just everything. People are, people are really fucking serious up here in the, in the Boston area. Uh, outside of the Boston area, it feels like, you know, when you get into like central Massachusetts and New Hampshire, people are, uh, it reminds me more of where I'm from in upstate New York. Uh, but Boston, the Boston area is just, they're, they're fucking, they're not joking around. And I'm just going off of, you know, places that I've worked that are just harsh compared to other places that I've worked in other, other areas, uh, other more global places rather than, you know, regional Boston kind of run area places, um, Boston based you know, and I've worked for global companies that are based out of Boston, and they're just they're just harsh. Boston's a harsh place. The winters are really tough. Uh, it's very cold. It's very whatever. All that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, and the the people. It, it's just it just could just be a harsh place. I guess that's why so many stand up comics come out of this place because you you have to have a good sense of humor. You either become really kind of a harsh prick, or you develop a good sense of humor, or you just get the hell out of here. I think Tom Brady being a California guy, you know, he's a winner and he plays like a winner and he has the spirit and the attitude and all that, blah, 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 everything you want in a player. Uh, but, you know, he's human. And and, and Belichick is obviously just, uh, you know, sometimes seems to not be, even though he is. Uh, but he's, you know, Belichick's whole thing, no days off, no days off. Uh, he's just He's just all business all the time. You know, he gets out to the vineyard once in a while, but... Other than that, he's just, you know, he lives and breathes football. That's why he's, you don't have a lot of NFL coaches who get to be on the same team for 20 plus years. You don't have a lot of NFL coaches who get to be on the same team for more than a couple years, let alone a couple decades. There's a handful of of long tenured coaches who have been with the same team for a long time. Belichick's one, Mike Tomlin. There's coaches like Andy Reid and... Uh, and Bruce Arians, who have been around for a while, but they, you know, Arians was in Arizona. Then he was a broadcaster for a little bit. And then he went to Tampa Bay. And, you know, it's not, uh, it ain't easy. I guess, uh, uh, I guess Pete Carroll has been the Seahawks coach for a while and had a lot of success out there. But, anyways, I, Tom, I, I feel like Brady, you, you get to a point where it's just like, ah, you know, it's just fucking, it's cold up here. Uh, Everybody's just so, you know, it's just it's just harsh. Belichick's an asshole, just like a lot of people who who are successful in this area are just just pricks. And so, time to go move on to something else. So, so from that perspective, I, I from that perspective, I I almost want Tampa Bay to win because I want Brady to just come in and just give a, you know, almost to to 
to kick his former employers while they're down. To say, hey, assholes, you got rid of me because you thought I was old and done. And then what did I do? I went in. I, I, I'm, I'm better than ever. I went down and won the Super Bowl. Maybe not better than ever, but just as good as ever. In my 40s, I'm not some old has-been who went and, you know, broken-down quarterback who went and just kind of floundered in a new team like so many so many quarterbacks do when they get to a certain age. They leave the, the team that they had all this, you know, Montana and all these guys leave and they go on and, and are less successful and then they retire and then that's it. Uh, I, I think, I you know, Brady obviously wanted to say, fuck you, I'm going to go win a Super Bowl and then he did. And he wants to come into New England and say, fuck you on your own on your own turf where I used to play. This used to be my home. And I'm going to come in here and show you, show you to your face, not while you're sitting at home watching the Super Bowl on TV because you didn't make the playoffs. I'm going to show you right to your face how good I still am and how, how shitty, uh, what a wrong decision you made to, uh, to part ways with me. Even though, obviously, look, did Brady, uh, 20 years in New England, like you can go and be with a little more, uh, I wouldn't say Bruce Arians is easy breezy, but uh, I'm sure he's easier to get along with than Belichick. And to be able to have you know some of your buddies, Gronk and so forth, go down there the warmer weather, blah, 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 all that stuff. It's got to be easier. I wouldn't want to play in Florida in September, October, August. July, August, September is awful. But, Jesus, playing all those years in New England in December and January, yeah, they're always in the playoffs, so they're always playing in January. That's, that's just brutal, man. And you get to a point where, yeah, you are getting older. Playing in the, those, those frigid cold temperatures is not going to extend your career. So he goes to Florida, and, and now he wants to come in and say, hey, <laughs> the one punch to the face was I went and I, I won the Super Bowl without any of you fuckers. And now punch number two is I'm going to come back with my same Super Bowl champion team, and we're going to come to Gillette Stadium, and we're going to pound on you guys, which is probably what's going to happen. I don't mind that outcome. In a weird way, I, I kind of – and maybe other Patriots fans feel this way. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how like diehard sports fans feel because I'm not diehard about any any teams. I want my teams to win, but here I am thinking like, yeah, I might not mind if Tom Brady and the Buccaneers beat the Patriots, not because I want the Patriots to lose because I don't, but because just on a more relatable sort of personal level, like to to stick it to the old boss like directly. He did it indirectly by winning the Super Bowl, and now Brady can come back and directly. Just stick the knife right in, right in Belichick's, uh, right in the old bread basket, and say, "Ha ha! Here I am, in your field, where I won so many games with you side by side, and you you cast me away, and now I'm back as a champion on my own. Went went to went to Tampa, became a champion again without any of you bastards, and now I'm here to kick your fucking ass." But then on the other hand, it's like maybe it adds a little bit more if the Patriots win. Brady, yeah, he went back, went, went, went down to, to Tampa, won the Super Bowl. Now he's back in New England, and he's going to stick it to Belichick and Bob Kraft and everybody else right here in Foxborough. And maybe if Belichick gets to win, it's like, hey, you got one, now I got one. It's, you know... The weight, 
if we if we wait these two wins, it's very different. I'd I'd rather leave. I'd if I'm Tom Brady, I'd rather leave the Patriots and go win the Super Bowl uh, than not win the Super Bowl and go win one in New England. I'd I'd gladly come back to New England and lose every time if it meant that in that same year I'm the defending Super Bowl champion. But these guys are, you know, he's the ultimate competitor and all that shit. He's gonna, uh, he's just wants to fucking get out there and and just rip them apart. Belichick would love to have Tom Brady in his homecoming be hanging his head on the sideline as the final seconds tick off the clock and the Patriots have more points on their side than than Tampa Bay, but it's just it's so it's so interesting to me. And I wonder if it's interesting to I, I think this is going to be I think this is interesting to everybody. I don't think you have to be on the East Coast. I don't think you have to just be in the Northeast in New England or be in the, the Southeast and be in, in the, the Tampa Bay area to be interested in this game. I think this is, you know, they put it in prime time for, for good reason. And I feel like this will be one of the highest rated games maybe ever in Sunday night football. If not the highest, I think it's got to be the highest. Don't you at least, uh, you know, if, it, if it's not a close game, yeah, people will probably tune out around halftime. But those first from 8 o'clock, whenever it starts, 8 o'clock, 8.30, whenever the game kicks off until 10, 10.30, when they get to halftime, um, it's going to be <laughs> – I, I feel like that's going to be, uh, yeah, probably the highest ratings they've seen because everybody wants to tune in. They want to see uh, how the crowd reacts to Brady walking on the field for the first time in, in Foxborough in years, see how the crowd – you know, see what – See what Belichick looks like on the side. Spoiler alert, Belichick's going to look the same as he always does on the sideline. There's not going to be anything exciting there. But to see, you know, to also see what kind of interaction they have, you know, at the end of the game, no matter who wins, uh, do Belichick and Brady go up to each other? Is it going to be that usual Belichick bullshit where he just quickly runs past the guy? It's a good game, you know, with the history they have. It could be because he's a fucking robot. And Tom Brady is such a fucking competitor. Again, the the golf story. I forgot who he played with, but he played against a PGA golfer. Tom Brady had a a friendly round of golf a few years ago, and he lost. And he wouldn't talk to the guy for like an hour and a half. Like you're not even a PGA. You're not expected to win. Just like any PGA player goes and plays against you on the football field, they're not expected to win, and they're not going to. But he's such a goddamn a competitor. B man, baby. Let's also let's not let's not overly give credit to these these ultimate competitors because yeah they're also big fucking babies, um, but that uh, you know I guess that obviously leads to success. So what what the hell do I know? But uh, it'll be interesting to you know all those things that people are going to be watching for, regardless of the score. You know those more of those uh, those interpersonal things that happen, and then of course the game itself. How how are these teams going to play? Because I don't. Uh, I keep saying I think it's going to be eh, – I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, but I just – I feel like Tampa Bay is going to win. A lot of people are uh, seeing this as a more evenly matched game and saying that, you know, if Tampa Bay wins, it's only going to be by a, a touchdown or less. Eh, I hope so. I hope it's a, a great game on top of that because then you'll really get some monster ratings. All right. Uh, so either way, it's, it's just – it's so exciting. I love that stuff. You're not going to see anything like this. You know, I don't, it'll be what? 
unless these two teams meet in the Super Bowl, which is now now there's a story. But unless the, these two uh, Patriots and Tampa Bay Buccaneers meet in the Super Bowl, it's going to be the next time they meet. Brady's Brady's not going to be playing. Let's let's be very realistic because <laughs> it's going to be four years from now, the next time that that these two teams meet. Okay, maybe they'll meet in the preseason somewhere, but that's who who cares. Who really cares? Uh, the next time these two teams meet, it'll be four years from now. It'll be the Patriots going to to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. Uh, the the thought that in four years, what's Brady's going to be like, 47, 48? <laughs> um, the notion that he's still going to be playing. I know he, he's uh, going to be playing when I'm 50. Uh, and if anybody can, it's him. But it, it ain't happening. It's just not happening. Uh you know, certainly he'll play this year. He'll probably play next year. I I can't imagine much more than that, to be honest. But prove me wrong. He proves everyone else wrong. So what do I know? I'll I'll be here in four years, looking like a moron. Um, but this is like, yeah, this is a big. This is big because it's it's not something you're gonna see every day or every week or even every year. Uh, and they're not gonna play each other again for for four more years so who knows who knows what either of those teams will look like in four years certainly not the teams that they are today uh so this is this is this is exciting because this is not something that you get every day um just with with you know you you get a guy you know pay a, a brett Favre goes to minnesota and yeah he goes back and plays green bay a couple more times because they're in the same division okay uh that kind of stuff happens but uh but this is, a, you know, you've got a guy who played for 20 years with the same coach, the same team, the same organization, same owners, same everything, won all those championships. And the way that he left was, you know, it, it's never really a good breakup when, when somebody leaves a team, especially after all that success because it's, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? And unfortunately in New England, uh, even though Brady took the team to the playoffs the year that he his last year and won the Super Bowl the year before, you know, in in New England, it's like, well, what have you done for me today? Have you won a Super? I know you won a Super Bowl last year, but did you win a Super Bowl this year? You didn't, so we're gonna. I think it's time for you to go somewhere else. Go go win a Super Bowl without us. See if you can. Oh shit, you can, and you did the very next year, <laughs> and that could have been us. <laughs> that could have been the Patriots. Uh, but I wonder, you know. East Coast, that's a that's a big game. That's a big deal. I would imagine on the West Coast it is too. I just or anywhere in between, because Tom Brady is, uh, you know, that's a household name, has been for twenty years. Patriots, it's it's just like the Cowboys. Like, I don't want the Cowboys to win. I'm not I'm not from Texas. I'm not from Dallas. But if there's a big time matchup uh, with the Cowboys and they're they're good and you know there's drama and there's all that stuff, yeah, I'm watching it. That that Panthers Cowboys game is probably going to be the actual exciting game to watch, but there's you know the drama and the storylines around it is nothing. There's nothing, uh, not just compared to Tampa Bay and New England, but just in general, it's just it's just going to be a good game. Two good teams. Uh the the the, the Tampa Bay and New England game is maybe going to be a good game, maybe, but it's all the excitement off the field in addition to what could potentially happen on the field. That's going to be so fun though. And of course it's a Sunday night primetime game and I'll certainly watch until halftime and 
I'm sure I'll fall asleep. That's why I'm, I'm hoping no matter who wins, I hope it's a blowout just so that I feel good <laughs> when I fall asleep at, uh, at 1030 or 11 at the latest. Uh, and that way I fall asleep knowing, okay, well, this is a, this is a 30 point blowout. No, no one's coming back from this. And then of course it'll probably be something where the Patriots are up by 30 points and then Tom Brady <laughs> orchestrates another one of his legendary uh, impossible comebacks and I'm going to be sleeping and it'll be what everybody's talking about the next day and I will have missed the whole thing. So, yeah, maybe I maybe I do bring myself to just stay up. It it hinges on this. I have two sick children who stayed home from school yesterday. If the kids aren't going to school, that means I don't have to get up super early to take them to school because the, the, the oldest we have to leave at 7.30 and then an hour later I have to take the youngest to school. So I'm up and I can't, you know, I can't bring the oldest to school and then just come back and nap uh, for an hour or so until work starts. I have to come back and, and then get the other one out the door and, uh, and get going to school. Uh, if they're both staying from home, staying home sick, which is quite possible. Well, that changes things, and that means I could maybe stay up a little bit later without uh, missing out on too much sleep. So <laughs> maybe, maybe it's already been decided that the children will be that will be absent from school on Monday. Uh, we have to go get uh, gotta just as part of the protocol. Have to get the COVID tests, uh, and because uh, because everything is just so uh, on the ball, we have to go to Maine to get our rapid tests tomorrow because there's no uh no appointments available in the immediate area and if they don't have the covid tests they automatically stay home and quarantine for 10 days <laughs> so and obviously we could get you know we could just wait until monday or tuesday when there's a covid test available closer to us but we're just i'd rather do it tomorrow i'd i, I want to know um and obviously we you know we need to know if we if we should be staying home too. If everybody has COVID, then I'm not going to leave the house either. Uh, nevertheless, it'll be it'll be a good good night of football. Good stuff coming up. Uh, cousin Corey and soon to be cousin Carolyn. I guess cousin in law or something. Uh, I don't know how that works when your cousin gets married. I don't know what the it's a. I don't know. It's just cousin-in-law. Anyway, my cousin Corey's getting married today. Maybe it's already happened as of this, as of the time that I'm recording this. Congratulations to the happy couple, Corey and Carolyn, uh, getting married, having having a nice uh, nice time down there in Tampa. Hey, that would be nice. You get married today, and then the the Buccaneers go and win tomorrow. A nice little wedding gift. Nothing. Nothing says I love you, honey. Happy, happy wedding day! Like your favorite football team getting a big win. So, so TB, go go do it. Do it for Corey and Carolyn to celebrate their nuptials. I wish the happy couple all the best. All the best. Uh, all right. Uh, that I, I I don't know. Is there anything else? I feel like there was one other thing I wanted to to, to touch on, and now I've completely forgotten it. Um. Yeah. We we skipped camping this weekend and of course is a you know i'm okay with that because it's fucking it's freezing 
I got up this morning and it's, you know, it's 40 degrees. I opened the window for a second. And I know if you're in a tent, obviously I wouldn't, you know, I wear shorts around the house all year long. I'd be in my long johns. I'd have jeans. I'd have socks all bundled up and, you know, sweatshirts and hoodies and uh, we, 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 all that stuff. But we, we prepared, we really prepared for this one. And when I say prepared, I mean, we left all our gear in the car from the last time we went camping a month ago. Exactly one month ago, Labor Day weekend was when we went camping and just said, you know what, we're going to go in October, uh, let's leave everything in the car. So it's great, we left everything in the car and then we were just going to bring two cars and put the cooler and you know food and all the other luggage and sleeping bag, things that are not left in the car from last time. We were just going to put in the second car and just hit the road and have an easy time, not too much to pack. Um, but we've got camping scheduled for next weekend. Fingers crossed everybody's nice and healthy so we can do that. Uh, let's hope so. Because we got all this extra stuff. We got a, a big box of those, you know, those little hand warmer pouches that you, you, you open it and you just shake the, you expose the pouch to, to air, to oxygen, and it warms up and you just put it in your pocket or just hold it in your hands. And it's just, ah, oh, nice and warm. Ah, and we got some extra little portable chargers for phones. We got a nice, just a little Bluetooth uh, speaker thing to listen to tunes. Uh, the kids got these nice thick sleeping bags. We got some new flannel blankets to put down. All this stuff. So it's really, hopefully next weekend we'll be able to try it out. Of course, next weekend is going to be, <laughs> I think next weekend I think is going to feel more like summer than fall. Not quite, but it's, it's going to be a little warmer, a little more humid. So we'll we'll see how that goes, but uh, that's okay. It was it was okay with me to sleep in my own bed and just get up. And the kids have been, you know, they're just nursing those colds, and they're watching Stranger Things. The kids are the kids that we we realize like, oh man, you guys have never seen Stranger Things. You love this show because they're really into uh, uh, Sweet Tooth on Netflix and. Uh, and lock and key we're kind of interested in for a while and some of those other shows that are a little more a little more adults but still you know feature kids and, and you know it's a little little bit for the for the tweens stuff like that and uh we said oh my god stranger things you guys are gonna love this show so we put on the first episode uh maybe last weekend and they were hooked and they just they just finished the first season now they're on to season two and uh, it's it's cool. It's cool when your kids, you, when you like something, and you share it with your kids, and then they end up liking it just as much as you do, if not maybe even more. That's what's greater than that, right? Like, hey, here's the thing I enjoy. Why don't you try it out? Oh, you know what, Dad? This is awesome. I love. I'm totally into this. So that's cool. I, I wouldn't say I'm the world's biggest Stranger Things fan. I do really like the show. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a crazy super fan or anything like that but it's just a really good show and i knew the kids would like it and i'm i'm glad i'm glad that they do so i think that's i think that's pretty much the weekend is uh today (laughs) it's cool it's kind of cloudy just hanging out on the couch watching stranger things i will be watching uh as much sport as i can consume and uh and then tomorrow well tomorrow we're going to kittery maine (laughs) <laughs> to a Walgreens because that was the closest rapid COVID test that we could find for the kids who absolutely do not have COVID because they're just the they're they just don't there's just no 
There's no possible way. If I were to just look at them and say, COVID, yay or nay, absolutely not a chance in hell. But if we don't get that little piece of paper that says you don't have COVID, guess who's sitting home <laughs> from school with uh, with old daddy-o at home for the next two weeks? So, yeah, we're getting that. We're getting those goddamn tests just to just to check that box, and uh, hopefully, hopefully all is good. But they're you know they just they just look like kids who have your average cold. You know they they sound like shit, but they're bouncing around and you know. The, the sense of the sense of humor you can tell when the cold's really bad right when the when the fever is high and there's just no movement or no real interaction at all just you know just a lot of coughing and sniffling and just lying perfectly still for days on end and uh, that's not that's not what's happening with these kids they both came home thursday and each had uh each had the little scratchy throat friday was a little bit worse Okay, we're going to skip camping. School, hey, you need to get the COVID test to come back to school. Fine. Uh, but here we are midway through Saturday. And, uh, yeah, I think I think everybody's going to be – I think everybody's okay based on what I'm seeing, these knuckleheads uh, acting around. And I'm yelling at them because I'm saying, stop it. Get Just get on the couch. Get under a blanket and relax. Stop, stop with all this that you're doing. Because I did that when I was a kid. I I remember being a kid, I had a fever, came home from a baseball game or something, and I had a fever. My mom took my temperature. It was a, you know, 100 and something. It was a pretty high fever. And my sister asked, how are you feeling? And I got up on my, my bed, and I was, like, dancing around. I was, like, you know, boogieing on down, dancing and jumping, and, like, you know, we were having screaming and laughing and having a fun time. And then the next day I woke up and felt like I had – been not just hit by a train but rolled around underneath it all night everything hurt everything ached from head to toe my throat my head my nose just all of it and and the fever was very much still it's just awful uh so that's why i keep telling the kids like all right your fever uh the oldest didn't have a fever at all this whole time that's the other good thing and really only one or two of the symptoms of covid which is what everybody would have who has a cold uh, the sore throat and the stuffy, you know, stuffy runny nose and congestion. Everything else, not really, you know. Uh, and and today nobody has a fever, and so of course they've been they've been acting a fool, as it were. And I keep telling them, cut the shit, cut the shit. You're gonna you get you want to get better? Then sit down. Stop this. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, okay, that's all. I wanted to talk a little bit about sports, and now we have, and it's been almost 40 minutes worth. So I'm going to go. Uh, I might have one other little thing for the podcast, but uh, I'm going to end this one and uh, enjoy college football, enjoy the last days of the regular season of Major League Baseball, many of you seeing your teams for the final time until next year, and uh, what else? And, of course, NFL, uh, Just it's a good time. It's a good time of the year. It's all heating up. Even though it's getting colder outside, in many ways, things are really just starting to heat up. Ha ha ha. And uh, yeah, in the, in the world of sport, I, there's, I, I say there's no better month than October. If there's one truly just great month of the year, because uh, you've got the NBA starting, 
You've got NFL really, really getting interesting. Same with college football. You've got baseball, you know, every, it's just, baseball is just the same thing over and over again all summer long. And you can miss a month's worth of games and you're really not missing anything. And, uh, but if you miss the games this, this weekend and in the next few weeks, then you're missing a ton because it's, it's the final games of the regular season and then the playoffs. So that's, that's big, that's big time stuff. So it's really fun. Um, yeah, of course, March is great. You have March Madness, but uh, there's there's nothing like October. You have you have every sport in some way, shape, or form being played. Uh, you can see basketball, you can see football, you can see baseball, you can see hockey. It's still some golf somewhere. I don't know. The Ryder Cup was last weekend, but there's there's always some little bullshit tournament throughout October, and then and then not much until January. But still, it's it's October has it all. And I, I I don't need to go into uh, all the TV shows that I've mentioned a million times that are starting up, like Succession and Kirby Enthusiasm and all these other things that are that are back that are coming back very soon. It's what a what a month, what a great month, and then Halloween and cider donuts and autumn leaves and all that stuff on top of it. Beautiful, just beautiful. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking before I get a sore throat. I'm sure my coal is on its way, and then I will not be doing any podcast for a while. So. Getting it all out of my system now. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your sports. Enjoy whatever you do. And uh, congratulations again to cousin Corey and new cousin in law Carolyn. Uh, may you have all the happiness of uh, something that's very very happy. I'm 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 fading fast here with my words. May you have a lifetime of happiness together. There there you go. That's it. Uh, All right, gang. We'll talk to you next time. Later, Gators.